This episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Pastor Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we share on the topic of gifts to unwrap all year long. And in this conversation, we're talking about comfort. Hello, I am Kim Miller, and thank you for joining us on this podcast. And I'm alongside Erica Close. Hello, everyone. And uh, this is a little after Christmas, but we are still unwrapping the gifts of Jesus because he is our Savior, and we get to celebrate Christmas every single day of the year. I am so thankful that he loves me and that he never stops. How about you, Erica? Absolutely. I love thinking about all the many gifts that that, that he gives us. I think, you know, when we think about... Um, when we think about what it means to have a friend, you know, we have friends. Few of us probably have friends that we only do one thing with, right? We probably have friends that we have multiple things right. in common with. Like our friendship gives us multiple gifts or supports multiple interests, you know, whatever. But when you think about Jesus, there are so many things that come to our lives with a relationship with him. Right, we've been having so much fun, you know, recording these these podcasts this month because we got to talk about his love and his peace, and we talked about uh, the forgiveness that comes from him, what it means to have eternal life uh, because of him. There are so many things that a relationship with Jesus changes in us and transforms in our lives, and today we get to talk about comfort. A relationship with Jesus gives new meaning to the word multifaceted. Yeah. Uh, he, he is everything to me, and I am so, so grateful that he is the answer to all of my needs, all of my questions, and he loves me. And today, we're talking about Jesus as the comforter in our lives. And so, as we turn our attention to John chapter 14 and verse 26, it reads as this, But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring you all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. And we read throughout scripture that he is our comforter. He says in John chapter 14 and verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. And he comes to us in the form of the Holy Spirit that dwells in every believer who has repented of their sins and given their life to Jesus Christ. 
And when I think about the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, who comes and who dwells inside of me, it gives me such joy to know that He loves me and that He cares for me and that He will not leave me alone. In fact, in Hebrews, He further says that He will never leave us nor forsake us. So Jesus' presence in our life in the form of the Holy Spirit is the Comforter that soothes our every need and pain. He's the balm of Gilead. He directs us. And I love that that verse I read in your hearing said, he brings to remembrance those things you have need of when you have need of them. But that requires us to know them first because he can't remember something you never knew. You learn it. And so we have a direct charge from God in 2 Timothy 2.15, which says, says to study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We have a charge from God to study the word of God, to know the promises, to know the truths, to know the characteristics of God that we get to know once we begin to look at the word of God and, and, and see what he has to say to us. We have that commandment to do that. And we as Christians need to do that so that we have within ourselves all that we need for the Holy Spirit to just sort of tap in to those places in our heart and our minds to let us know what we need to know when we have need of it. You know, I think the idea of of the comforter is probably something that most of us in this world can understand. We all know what it's like to be comforted. And I like that you talked about, you know, how the Lord soothes our pain. You know, we all know what it's like when we are in pain and we go to, you know, a parent or a friend, right? And we we get comfort. And we get comfort because we are in their presence. And, you know, we comfort is the presence of Jesus, Amen. I mean, it's just the presence of Jesus. You know, we talk about, you know, when we're comforted, to be comforted means to go from having, you know, pain in a situation to being soothed in a situation. I mean, we talk about comfort food, right? I mean, those are foods that make you just feel so good and cozy and warm and like homey. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. I mean, they're comfort foods, right? I have a recipe book that is all comfort foods but i have a bible right that is that is the comfort food for my soul right i mean it is it is the comfort food you know it's the bread of life bread is a comfort food and we all love bread right but it is it's a comfort food because it brings the presence of jesus you know into our lives i mean we can be comforted you know in a pinch with a phone call but it is always so much more comforting to be in the presence of our friends, right? When we, when we need it, when we need assistance, right? When we need help. In 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 through 5, we read, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted by, comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, 
so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. God is the God of all comfort. He gives us comfort. He comforteth us in all tribulation. But I love that this verse also says that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. Right? We are blessed with the presence of Jesus in our life, and we can be comforted. But like just about every other place in the Bible, when we talk about his love, when we talk about his peace, when we talk about the joy that comes from knowing Jesus, all of those things are us to receive, ours to receive, and also ours to give. Right? We are, we are comforted so that we can give comfort by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Because he consoles us. Mm-hmm. He cares about us so much that he cares about the things that are happening in our lives If it matters to the master, it matters to us. And I love that the psalmist David, he he was consoled a lot. (laughs) He is in a lot of situations where he needed to be consoled. (laughs) And, And I just, two of them come to my mind right now. And one of them is Psalm 50, 15. And he says, and I call upon me in the day and call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. I will deliver thee. That's comforting to know. Right. I'm in trouble. You'll deliver me. That's what God says to Psalmist David, even though the Psalmist David had a way of getting in trouble a lot. And, you know, the Bible says to him that knows to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin. Psalmist David understood what to do, but it was just hard for him to do it. And God would forgive him over and over and over again. And I find consolation in that fact. And I, I love that that he says, call on me and I will deliver thee. I also love that the psalmist David had other things that he talked about in Psalms 91, 15, when he said, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. You know, there are a lot of fair weather friends out there, Erica. Yep. And I just want to thank you publicly for not being one of those. And you stick through thick and thin. And that's, that's what we need in a person when we're going to trust them and allow them into that inner circle of our lives. And God said, hey, I'm going to be with you in trouble, not just in the good times, not just when I've told you 310 times to do this and now it's 311 and you're still doing the wrong thing or you've made the same mistake. Then, hey, you're on your own, bud. That's not what he says. He says, I will be with you in trouble, and I will deliver you. So it's one thing to be with you. It's another thing to have the capabilities to deliver you. And that's where God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are in a league of their own. Because no matter how hard we as earthly people may want to help someone else, many things are beyond our control and outside our reach. But nothing is outside the reach of God's outstretched and, loving arms. And all we have to do is call. I mean, you read in 50, Psalm 5015, call upon me, I will deliver. You read in Psalm 9115, he shall call upon me and I will answer. Right? And then my favorite verse, right? Jeremiah 33, 3. Call unto me and I will answer thee. Whose favorite verse? Call, it can be both our favorites, okay? <laughs> 
Call unto me and I will answer thee. The call and answer, call and deliver, that is the presence of God. God is not so far away mm. that we that he's not going to hear us when we call. I mean, it's call, deliver, call, answer, right? And when you do that, he says in John 14, 1, which we've read in other podcasts, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. I want to park there for a minute, Erica, because when you really, really believe in something, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. It's it's easily, I think, kind of understood. God forbid if in this room right now our, it would catch on fire, there's a door that both of us can see. Three. <laughs> if we would take our hands and turn that doorknob, I truly believe the door is going to open. I have no reason not to believe it. It's happened every time I've turned a doorknob. Every doorknob I've ever turned in my life that wasn't locked, opened. So I believe, like there would be no doubt in my mind that I could get out of this room. But it still would require me to turn the doorknob. But I would immediately, if we had smoke in here, that's immediately what we would do. We would go turn the doorknob and walk out and have every reason to believe that we would be safe. And that's how Jesus works. When you really believe, he's the one you turn to. Yep. And you can trust that when you come to him, it's, he's going to open up to you and give you what you need. We've read that. Call unto him. He'll deliver us. He'll answer us. He'll show us great and mighty things which we knoweth not. He's done it over and over and over again in our lives. And when we really believe that's who we go to, and we go with full confidence that we're going to get what we're expecting. But we got to go there. Yep. So often I believe that people don't go to him, certainly not first. I also believe they go to him half-heartedly. Ooh, I wonder if he's going to do it today. I wonder if he really is going to answer me. That's not believing. 14.1 of John says this. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Just as sure as I believe I can get out of danger by walking through that door. I believe in a God that cannot fail. I believe in the God of the three Hebrew children who walked in the fire with them and delivered them and they weren't even singed or the smell of smoke wasn't upon them. I believe in the God that shut the mouths of lions for Daniel and he slept in peace. He believed. That's how come he was asleep. I believe in the God who spoke to the woman at the well And she said, come see a man who told me all things ever I've done. Is not this the Christ? I believe in the God that loved Noah so much that he shut the door. So Noah would not have to live his life thinking that he could have just let one more person in. If he had just helped one more person, then he would have, he would have saved somebody else. No, God shut the door. That was mercy and it was grace. And he closed them up because they believed and they did what he said. 
I believe in the God of Abraham who went to the foot of the hill and told his people to stay. And he took with him everything to sacrifice his son. But he looked at the people at the foot of the hill before he went up and said, me and the lad will be back. I believe in the God that the woman with the issue of blood said, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. I believe in the God who sent his only begotten son that said, whosoever believeth in me should not perish, but have everlasting life. I believe. And when you believe, you have comfort. I want to thank each of you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. And I ask that you always remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved.
happy girl